setting it apart, that it may bring glory unto thy name and the gospel unto many people. Therefore, we pray that thou would bless the officers who supervise the distribution of these gifts, so that what we shall do shall be in accord with thy will, and that we in this act of giving may give thee also deeper, further devotion from our hearts and minds and lives, so that we shall be truly dedicated unto thee. We thank thee, Father, for this privilege, and ask for thy benediction upon these gifts. When in the Apostles' Creed we solemnly affirm that we believe in the communion of saints, he said, does this mean a group of Christians who sit around and take communion together? And I said, yes, it does mean that, but it means a whole lot more than that, too. You see, in the New Testament, a saint is not someone who is necessarily dead. Saint is one who has been sanctified by the work of the Holy Spirit and is being sanctified by his work in his life. A saint is the humblest Christian who is true to his Lord. And therefore, when I say that I believe in the communion of saints, I have fellowship with Paul and fellowship with Peter and fellowship with Savonarola and Martin Luther and John Calvin George Whitfield, Dwight L. Moody, men who had gone on before, to be sure. But I have fellowship with other Christians of like kindred men, mine, who love Jesus Christ and who have been sanctified by his blood. Now let me say this. One of the greatest of all Presbyterian ministers was a dramatic and brilliant man in Edinburgh whose name was Alexander White. Many a time I have sat in the refectory at New College in Edinburgh and looked up at the giant portrait of their distinguished principal, Alexander White, with his long flowing hair and his striking face. Alexander White drew a congregation of people that came from everywhere practically to hear him preach. He not only served as principal of New College, but as the distinguished minister of Free St. George's West in Edinburgh. Whenever the bells of St. George's West rang out, the people from all over that great city in Scotland started to make their way to Free St. George's to hear Alexander White preach on one occasion. This man walked into his pulpit, surveyed his congregation, and waited in a moment of tense silence. And then he spoke these words. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. There is no such verse as this in the Bible, said Alexander White, shaking in his chair. The congregation was startled at these words. And then Alexander White leaned over the pulpit and said, The verse says, 
this year than we were last year. We ought to be better Christians this year than we were last year. We ought to be forsaking more and more sin and growing more and more like Jesus. This is what Jesus wants. Not big buildings or large budgets or great numbers of people. I wonder where those things come from. His son died in wretched agony upon the cross. He was separated from God himself for one purpose alone, to eradicate sin from us. And this is what he's teaching us, that we must put first things first and do away with sin in our lives and then have the joy that comes to us in heaven in us by knowing that the gospel is real and he is sweet. A little bit of drink brings him wonder. And just as real as we can put a piece of bread into your mouth. And just that real did Jesus Christ die for your sin. For your sin. And just as real are you Thank you. 